Now, of all the uh, sectors that have been badly affected uh, during the coronavirus crisis, uh, universities, uh, probably as much as anything, they're going to have to uh, look at their way of working because they're losing loads of money in terms of uh, overseas students, etc. So let's have a word about this with Julian Richards of the University of Buckingham. Uh, Julian, thanks uh, ever so much for joining us. My pleasure. Now, tell me, uh, am I right in saying that uh, universities are going to have to maybe work smarter? They're going to have to look at all sorts of different ways of working because clearly they can't go on with with the shortfall in income and everything. They can't go on the way they have been. No, that's absolutely right. And there's no doubt that this is a um, a seismic shift for universities. There's there's lots of us in the university sector um, really scratching our heads and and many of us are absolutely terrified about what's happening at the moment because this this promises to completely change the landscape in terms of the way that British universities certainly have been doing things hitherto and you're absolutely right that lots of universities are facing a a really very substantial reduction in their income from um, the attendance of students particularly overseas students which is the most lucrative part of their um, their market. Um, the loss of income from accommodation, this is a huge element of income that many universities um, pull in each year. So they, they really do have to think about uh, a very substantial change in the way that they do things and the, the markets they can reach out to and how they can reach out to them. Yeah, I mean, Martin Rees, who's the uh, Astronomer Royal, wrote a piece this week in which uh, he sort of suggested that universities, instead of being uh, primarily places of research, you know, research being uh, a major part of their business, must concentrate more on teaching or should concentrate more on teaching. Is that uh, a valid view, do you think? Well, um, yes and no, I would say. I mean, I think the the first point to make is that the... The university sector is um, many and varied um, set of institutions, and some of them are big research-driven organisations, particularly the ones at the, the top of the stack, um, and they get they get huge amounts of, of funding for the research that they do. Um, so some of them are more oriented towards teaching anyway, particularly those that are more into um, professional or technical courses and programmes. So I think... I think there'll be there'll be winners and losers in all this. I mean, I think it is true that, um, and this has been something that a lot of universities have been realising for the last few years. Actually, is that um, we we perhaps some of them have perhaps n- neglected the teaching aspect of what they do and have gone too hard and too far into the the big money research grants, and that has caused a, a drop off in satisfaction for some of the students. It's also the case that um, standard university degrees are not necessarily the best thing for everyone in the workplace and that apprenticeships and more professional um, training courses are going to be um, more and more important in lots of sectors, and rightly so, really. So so I think, you know, some universities have recognised this already. The big ones, and and, and it's not just the current pandemic crisis that's going to affect research orientation but also things like like brexit and and loss of big eu potential loss of big eu um funding projects and so on again this is all adding up to i've, I've seen some analysts describe this as a perfect storm of 
mm. challenges and change for universities that that's that's going to really change the sector yeah absolutely and uh, as far as online teaching goes because uh, obviously during the pandemic there's been a switch to online uh, and my daughter who's uh, first year at uh, the university of york she's found it very unsatisfactory to be you know to be honest both uh, technically and also in the fact that you know you can't have the interaction with uh, other students do you think universities have been in a way it's caught them by surprise it's caught us all by surprise but caught them by surprise so much that they haven't really developed a, a good way of online teaching. Um, yes, I mean, again, a, a slightly um, qualified response to that. And again, um, some places have been doing this quite well and have been well provisioned to, to make these changes. Um, some haven't and, and some have perhaps underestimated the, uh, the, the way that they can transform traditional face-to-face uh, -face classes into the online environment and and we do know and we're hearing a lot that students around the country some of them are very unsatisfied with the service that they're getting and um, there are some others who who for whom this is working quite well actually and some students are actually finding the particularly where universities can combine online materials with a continued degree of discussion and and debate and of course the um, modern technologies like Zoom and Teams and so on <clears throat> are really coming into their own there. And, and in our own university, a lot of our students are saying that um, we, they quite like the combination of online interactions with um, recorded materials. So if, if you get the balance right, this can work reasonably well, but it is the case that um, a lot of universities are finding themselves caught short here and, and perhaps have haven't realised the, the, the scale and degree of change that they're really going to have to make if they're going to keep those, those student markets. Yeah, and one of the things suggested by uh, Martin Rees this summer Royal was um, more facilities for part-time study. And I know you, you already work quite uh, heavily in that area at the University of Buckingham, but is, is that something that uh, you think should spread more widely through the university world? Yeah, I, yes, is the short answer. And we, um, everybody's got to recognise that the, the standard format of university years and, and semesters and programmes has really got to change. And again, you know, lots of places have, have already recognised that and are doing more flexible working and um, sandwich courses and um, two-year degrees, as, as Buckingham does and other places are starting to do, where you use that summer period more effectively. We've got to do that. Of course, there are risks with that, and there are risks to the, the workforce that um, increasing expectations of 24-7 availability, for example. I know lots of university lecturers are worried about this because as, as we shift our um, availability towards the sorts of things that many consumers expect in other walks of life these days. We expect to have continual and instant news and media, for example, whenever whenever we want it, rather than when the broadcasters are putting it out. Um, universities are, are thinking that they're going to have to slightly shift their provision in that way and, and make courses available at, at all times and support available at all times. But of course, that poses all sorts of resource questions and a lot of University lecturers are worried about this. They're worried about having to be 
um, called upon to deliver classes in the middle of the night to students who are in China and uh, be available at weekends to field queries and so on. So there's there's some quite difficult considerations there and difficult balances to be struck. And, and I think we're only just starting to realise the, the enormity of the changes that need to be made. Absolutely. So a difficult times ahead. Do you think we may lose any of our um, educational establishments, any, you know, any universities, technical colleges, whatever? Uh, do you think some might go under? The short answer is yes. Um, I think there will be a, a shakedown in, in the sector. And that, that, could have, that could manifest itself in a number of different ways. So I, I think, sadly, some institutions will, will fail, that some will not be able to make the changes that they need to make quickly enough, that the loss of income will hit them too hard. Um, it's already a very, very competitive sector. There's arguably a degree of saturation in, in, the, in the sector, generally in terms of provision of courses and so on. So I, I, I fear that some institutions will will fail over the next couple of years. I think there'll also be some consolidation and possibly um, alliances being formed. I, I can see some institutions perhaps having to to merge with others locally, um, both, both regional mergers and mergers across sectors. So maybe some, some technical colleges might have to team up with the universities, particularly if, if certain universities are looking at the more... Um, professional-oriented and apprenticeship-type um, programs as, as their future. So, so yeah, I, I think there's going to be a, a bit of a, a shakedown in the in the sector across the piece. The really big ones, the Oxfords and the Cambridges, and so on, will probably be able to ride this out because they're just so big and so resilient. But I think lower down the stack, there will sadly be some some quite uncomfortable uh, events um, in the next year or two. Yeah, difficult times ahead. Uh, thank you uh, ever so much, Julian. Uh, Julian Richards there uh, from the University of Buckingham. Thank you very much indeed, Julian. OK, that's no problem. Thank you.